How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What a story Grant Williams can write. Oh, not even close. Oh, now he has to hit it. The Celtics, if there's a Grant Williams miss here, could get a shot to tap it in. Watch out for over the back. It's a lot, there's a lot of things going on here. But Grant Williams is going to make this shot. Doesn't go, and neither does the tap. The Celtics get free throws in the final second, and still these two teams find their way to overtime. Did Grant tell you he was going to make both? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, we have a, a PA call on Thursday. I think it is a Friday, so I was just like, let's just miss one and talk about it and see what happens. And, um, he gave us both, and I almost lost us the game. I didn't box out Marcus Smart, and he came in for the tip. So that's what I'm really thinking about at that moment. Miss both free throws, but I got to be able to box out in those moments and not really think about, you know, that. And kind of anticipating both, but thank God he missed, and we got the win. That whole room in Cleveland last night is laughing at Grant Williams. And most of the country right now is laughing at the Celtics. That's kind of how it's going. The Celtics are a national conversation with how bad it's gotten and oh my was that bad last night mego and i know maybe you're a little gun shy about going full in on i'm feeling triggered man on criticism today after uh shots for a cure uninspired performance i just want to address this from the top (laughs) i feel like grant williams right now Except that I didn't tell anyone I was going to do well. No, but this I is, mean, the but truth this is good. This is good. You can you can now you can feel his pain and sort of pass that along to us how he's feeling today. Because my instinct is to mock, but you you have a little more compassion. Well, I knew it was going to happen. I knew I knew so much it was going to happen to the point that my Shame. mom actually texted me this Shame. morning and was like, <laughs> "Hey, don't get in your own head." You know, Shame. you know what you can do. So, you know, like warm ups, I'm out there, I'm doing crossovers, I'm going behind the back. I'm like, you know, I'm feeling pretty slick. Sure. Getting compliments from people like, hey, nice handle. Really? Hey, I really. Who was saying that? Hey, uh, hey sweet the handle guy out there, Mego. The whiskey. What was it? Uh, West Cork. Is that the name of it? The sponsor of nice. the event. Nice. He was like, so where did you play? I was like, where did I play? <laughs> Where didn't I play? Montgomery County, Maryland. <laughs> uh, and then I knew, I knew, I knew. I'm a head case. I'm a head case when I get out there. And the first two shots didn't fall. And I was like, oh, I started. You, you guys have both done TV. So, you know, yes. this, this sensation. I don't know if you've ever had it in TV, but I always associate it with TV. The sensation of flop sweat. Flop sweat. 
You've never had flop sweat? I, mean, I have I, resting I mean, flop sweat. Lo- I mean, look at me. Of course, I probably had it, but what is it? I don't know. You don't know, know I- flop sweat? It's when, like, suddenly you lose. I, I equate it with on TV. You lose your train of thought oh, sure. or something. Yeah, or yeah, you yeah. forget the anecdote that you were going to pull, the stat that you were going to cite. So now you're just fumbling around. And all of a sudden, around. there's just, like, a cold sweat that's running down the back of your neck. Yep. And you can feel your face, like, heating up. And the other person is staring at you like, hey, where are you going? Do you need me to pick up this conversation? What is this? You just kind of, right. like, are you, you just short. It out. Are you having a stroke? Right. That's, that, that, so that's, that's how they look at you. Yeah. What happened to me? Got it. And um, props to everybody else. Everybody else did great. Thank you to Christian Fourier for inviting me. I heard Arkan shot well. Arkan shot well afterwards, which I didn't know he was doing. I I left and went to bagel table, and I was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was over. I didn't get to actually shoot. Um, Fourier this morning said we got an open spot for you. After we got an email yesterday saying no one else is even allowed in the building <laughs> for today after I made arrangements with the baby and everything. Says, yeah, come on and shoot. So I rushed over there, and I get there, and he goes, it's too late. Nice. You know who was really good? He was like, you're like Will Smith at the end of Fresh Prince, just Pretty walking much. around in the room, just getting your shots up. Courtney was great. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. She was really good. I heard Courtney was, was good. I was uh, overwhelmed. Right now, it's raining nugs. It, it was. She rain made Jays. a run. She's raining Jays. She's raining nugs. nugs. Nice. Good for so. her. Everybody was awesome. The only one who really sucked me. was Mega, yeah. It was true. I really sucked. I sucked. I felt like Chris Sale out there. Okay. But Afterwards, you know I was like, you know, I'm just cloaked in failure. I don't know what to say other than, like, I shouldn't have been out there. I sucked. I sucked. It's okay. No, it's not okay. It's okay. You know what? I think it's the perfect day for it, Mego. Mr. Who uh, texted me after and said, you're lucky our dog doesn't know what basketball is. <laughs> You, you brought shame upon yeah. your dog. and then he said, I'm so glad that... Here's the other thing is I'm a, head, I'm a horrible combination. I'm a head case and I'm a sore loser. Yep. So I kept myself very composed out there. Um, but you got in the car afterwards and you were just like, Mergo, damn it, Mergo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of You're that. You're a talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go on the radio, why don't you? Uh, why don't you criticize other people's basketball takes, Mego? Oh, you're such a basketball Look, expert. Mego. Nice shot, Mego. Mego, here's what I would here's what I would suggest. Don't be compassionate to the Celtics last night. Don't be compassionate to Grant Williams. Let's take it out on the Celtics. Let's use that aggression. Let's use that anger. And let's take it out on the Celtics because they deserve it. They deserve it. And if you're gonna channel some compassion, fine. Go ahead for Grant Williams, who missed two just massive free throws last night. And it's not even that he missed them that would have won the Celtics the game. The Grant Williams going to make this shot. Nope. Sorry, Scal. It's that he told Donovan Mitchell in the least convincing way possible, I'm making both. Emphasis on both. I'm not making one of these. I'm making both is what I'm doing. And we had Donovan Mitchell off the top talking about how, yeah, I told him he's just got to miss one and take this thing to overtime where the Celtics, of course, lost again to Cleveland for the third time this year. They've lost three games in a row consecutively. We'll get to all your thoughts. 617-779-7937. They are a national laughing stock right now. The Celtics are being mocked nationally, not just locally. Are they being broken down (laughs) and criticized? Yeah, he did. That was him. (laughs) That was Donovan Mitchell after the game. Not only is the Cleveland media room and Donovan Mitchell laughing at you, the whole country is laughing at the Celtics and Grant Williams right now. Who do we blame for the loss last night, Mego? Who do we blame? I certainly don't blame Jalen Brown. I'm going to start with who I don't blame. Okay. I don't blame Jalen Brown. Uh, I give him major props for being out there as much as he was after the game the night before, which, by the way... Like, the way that the broadcast last night and the way that overwhelmingly the narrative around it was, like, these brave, 
young men out here. So tired. Av- they the didn't get in until 2.30. I'm like, come on. Come on. But Jalen Brown, like, serious props to him because he was playing a very physical game. Malcolm Brogdon, certainly not his fault. I'm all good with Malcolm Brogdon last night. Could have used that shooting the night before. Glad he's, quote, healthy now. You look good. Um, everybody else is to blame. Everybody, everybody else. Everybody else. Everybody else from Joe Missoula to Marcus Smart to Grant Williams. Where would you start? Everybody else. Where would you start? I, I, I feel like I can't just – yesterday I sat here and I said it was mostly Missoula, and I still feel that way. But when I look at the game itself, it's just it's just this team can't freaking close anymore. They can't close out a game. And when they get into the to overtime, it's just nightmarish. They there's they they have to close out these games. I don't know what happened to them. Where uh where do we start, Arcan? Last night, who Mark did we blame? Smart, Marcus Smart, number one, uh, with a bullet. He took way too many shots. He just was not a reliable guy. It seemed like with Tatum out, he felt like he had to shoulder the load in the offense there, and his shot just wasn't falling, and he wouldn't stop shooting. Uh, Derek White, I also thought had a lousy game he too. He did not have a great game, he had, although he hit one big three. That's but true. He, he did not play great. He had the one big three, but other than that, the two of them combined, I think, were like nine of thirty something. Uh, so that was brutal to watch. I don't really blame Blake Griffin and Mike Muscala because those guys shouldn't have been getting those kind of minutes. They were out out there doing what they could. I mean, that was just sort of an unfortunate thing, so I don't really blame them. The guys who I expect to play better than that, and certainly on the defensive side, with uh, in the case of Marcus Smart, I mean, he didn't really show up on either end, it seemed like, last night, so I start with him. Who are we blaming? Celtics lose again. It's three in a row. 617-779-7937, and I don't want to hear they were shorthanded. I don't want to hear the sob story that Scal and Grandy were laying out last night on NBC Sports Boston. They were up 11 in the fourth quarter. They were up 15 in the game. And when I say fourth quarter, with like five minutes to go, they were up 11, they were up double digits. At that point, it's no longer about being shorthanded or not having Tatum. Who do we blame for last night? Again, 617-779-7937. Pretty simple to me. How's no one said Grant? How's nobody said Grant? Because he's just, remember when we used to call people the goat and yes. it was a bad thing? Yes. Before it became, Ooh, You feel bad. Go, you have too go, much go. compassion. Mego has too much compassion, too many feelings after the, this, after the shooting earlier night. today. I felt this last night for him. I blame Grant. Make your free throws, and if you're not going to make them, at least don't run around telling everybody how, oh, I'm making both. I'm making both. It's yeah, so yeah. grand. You can't run around doing that. It's so grand, Williams. You, like, just, if you're not confident, don't say anything. Just sit there and flop sweat. Don't don't <laughs> run around telling everybody that, oh, yeah, I'm making both to Donovan okay, Mitchell. I was flexing on the Twitch uh, stream before I went out there. So you were doing the same thing? I was. Yeah, I, this is I why you don't feel bad. I feel a little bit like Grant Williams. Meggo's too close to it. Meggo's too close to it today. She can't, she can't criticize Grant Williams. She's too close to it. Grant is where I'd start, and Joe Missoula is a close second. He is. You know why? I think he's kind of broken Grant, and I think the beginning of breaking Grant Williams has kind of slowly broken down the team a little bit. Yes. I think benching him last week. Thank you, Ryan. Yes. I think benching him last week. Happy birthday to Ryan, by the way. Happy birthday, Ryan. I think benching thank him last you. week started this unraveling with the team. Like, oh, we're sitting Grant now in big games? And Grant Williams sat behind Mike Muscala. He didn't start last night with Mike Muscala starting the game. And I think Joe Mazzula is largely to blame for where the team is at. I'd agree with you on this, Mego. Largely to blame for where the team is at. I'm questioning everything he's doing. And it started with Grant Williams last week, sitting him down. What the hell was that? Why didn't he start the game last night? Now Grant's got no confidence in himself. Fake confidence at the free throw line, but no confidence in himself. And he was a broken man last night at the end of the game. Grant won, Mazzula two. That's who I'm blaming here today. Can I hear? Can I hear Missoula on Grant? What are we saying to Grant Williams after the game? No. Tell him I love him. It's part of the game. He didn't miss him on purpose. He's got to be able to move on from it. 
You should start by apologizing. That's what you should start by doing. That's what you should say to him. I'm sorry for screwing you up last week when I sat you down. How about Jalen Brown on the free throws with Grant Williams? Jalen just went through this recently, by the way, against New York a few weeks ago, a month ago. About How a long ago, ago was that? A month ago. Thank you. What did Jalen say to Grant? You see anything about Grant after that situation? How's he doing? Yeah, it happens. You know, I've been in that position um, before, and that's what should fuel you into being better. Um, you can't, you know, let it be a spirit breaker. Um, Grant has, you know, had a great, a great career, and you know, yeah. he's built. He's the the reason why he's been successful is because of his confidence. And now it's one of the moments where his confidence is going to be tested. You know, you know, a lot of people are now seeing some of the adversity that he's going through, and you got to respond as a man. You got to, you know, be better. You can't let it take you down you can look at it and go two different ways you can go up or you can go down and you know I want him to go up so we all want that I think Grant Williams is symptomatic of this team's entire issue and it's what we were talking about yesterday Mego they are projecting this confidence that isn't there deep down they don't trust deep down they're a head case they're just you know they're just Mego at the free throw line today at the Auerbach Center projecting this thing flexing for twitch but deep down there's a lot of self-doubt and right now, there's a lot of self-doubt in the Celtics. Grant Williams can say, I'm making both all he wants and try to talk it into existence. Just like Joe Mazzulla can say there's zero concern about the Celtics and try to talk it into, into existence. That's their issue. They're, they're like projecting this confidence that isn't there because none of them believe right now. That's how they're playing. They don't believe that they can get it done and go win a championship. That's what it looks like night in and night out with them for, you know, weeks. Jalen Brown was the perfect person to answer that about Grant because he was in the same exact position, if you remember, a month ago when they lost against the Knicks. Against New York, yeah. And he missed his three throws and was able to come back from that in a way that I think was really strong. And I've been really impressed with Jalen recently. Um, I feel like he is the one guy on this team who has been able to keep his head while everybody else is kind of swimming in this self-doubt that you're talking about. And just to bring it up, as I said yesterday, Tatum said it in postgame that he has this self-doubt that he's actively trying to push out of his brain during the games, during possessions that he's essentially orchestrating. And, you know, I think that there's some other stuff in here that I want to get to directly related to Joe Missoula about how this team is feeling right now, what might be off with this team. But we're so – yesterday we sat here and we went, hey, we're beyond – is it time to be concerned? We're concerned. Now it's like – to me, it's beyond that. It's panic. It's, it's full-blown panic at this point. They're spiraling right now. And what's interesting about Grant Williams at the end of the game, and the reason I didn't blame him, is because he played pretty well in the few minutes that he got. He did. He hit most of his shots. Like I was like, wow. Grant, he played less than Blake Griffin, first of all. But while he was out there, he was hitting threes, and he was moving around and getting rebounds. And I thought, wow, okay, he's really trying to get his way back in there. And when he ever missed that first free throw... You almost knew that second one wasn't going in. You oh. know what I mean? Like when that first one rimmed out, it was like, oh, he's going to miss both of these. It was like a, that's, I mean, it, it immediately, I think everybody thought that. It was a tight puckering of that giant backside of his, is what that was <laughs> at the free throw line. But Grant Williams going to make this shot. Nope. Yeah, no. Nope. Sorry, Scal. And Scal, you could tell Scal didn't even believe nope. it. Nope. Scal, <laughs> deep down, Scal was like, it was like rooting on Mego. He's like, she's going to make one of these. I mean, this one's going in. Come on. Uh, 617-779-7937. It's full-blown panic time with the Celtics, not just here in Boston, it's nationally. It's flop sweat time. It is flop sweat time. Flop sweat city is what it is. Uh, we'll illustrate that over the course of the hour. We'll get to a very, very catty Joe Missoula before 
and after the game last night, which again, I think tells you some nerves, some issues are really uh, coming out with the Celtics, and you're seeing it night in and night out. And who are we blaming for last night? Again, 617-779-7937. We'll get to that right after Trending with Christian Arkan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I mean, if it gets worse, it needs to get worse, you know, well, for whatever reason. And so I don't uh, look to anything except what do we need to do every day, get to where we want to get to, everything um, that we're experiencing from a basketball standpoint for a reason. And as long as we learn from it and grow, we haven't learned about late-game offensive rebounding yet. And this might be the fifth or sixth loss. And so that part pisses me off. Um, other than that, it's just part of it. It all happens for a reason, Mego. It's got to happen at some point in time. Of course, you had to lose with two missed free throws last night against Cleveland, and you have to keep blowing giant leads, 28 points against the Nets, 14 against the Knicks, 15 last night against the Cavs, and 11 with about five minutes to go. Of course, that's just part of the experience. We're all just on this ride together. Joe Mazzulla's not freaking out. He's not panicking. Are you? 617-779-7937. If you're not, you should be. If you're not, you're doing the same thing that Joe Mazzulla and the rest of the Celtics appear to be doing, at least on the surface, which is burying their head in the sand and assuming that all these issues that have been going on for a while, like we talked about this at the All-Star break. I'm like, the Celtics have not been playing well for months. They started great. That's masking some of their struggles because their record looks so good. They haven't been great now for a long time, and they've ducked their head in the sand on it, Mego. They're still, at least publicly, ducking their head in the sand. And I think that's part of the problem. I think Grant Williams, again last night, was the embodiment of their issues. Everything's fine. I'm making both. You can't get in my head. And meanwhile, up here, he looks fine. 
but his knees are wobbling and he's shaking deep down and he's like, oh my God, I'm going to let the whole team down. There's this lack of belief deep down in this team because of the way they're playing. That is their problem right now. That's what's going on with them. And it manifested itself last night in that loss. Arkham put it well. I like that, that they're spiraling. I yep. think that that's accurate. Um, one of the big issues that I feel like with this team and some of it is born out of the nature of the different injuries that they've been weathering a little bit, is just the inconsistencies in the lineups. Like, it feels like, and so I put this on coaching, like, it feels so that like really, the lineups, that really is who you blame the most yeah, for last night, right, is Missoula? looks so janky, and I'm sick of hearing about it's only been 68 minutes, 82 minutes, whatever, with that five. If Rob Williams is going to continue to be part of this team, and you're not going to supplement that role in a real way beyond uh, Al Horford, like then you have to figure out other lineups. Like You can't point to the Rob Williams lineup and say, well, that's the ideal, and we'll have it all the way through the playoffs, so this is not indicative. No, you have to live with Rob Williams being out 50% of the time, 40% of the time, hopefully only 20% of the time through a long playoff run. Like you, you have to figure out a way to live with that. But I also put it back to coaching because I missed this yesterday. Jared Weiss from The Athletic, he wrote this after the uh, Knicks loss. So the loss before the Cleveland loss last night when everybody yep. actually played. He wrote this. I think you'll like this. This Good. is a little interesting. Let's hear it. He says, there is a different tenor around this team as of late. Shootarounds have become predominantly optional since the All-Star break. The locker room is a ghost town after the game, particularly following recent losses. It's not clear exactly what's off with this team, but it's there, and they all feel it. Yeah, like I said, we said this yesterday. Like, this is not, are you concerned? This is not, oh, you know, what what's going on? There's something wrong. There's something wrong with the team, as we tried to tell you yesterday, and that's playing out. So they know it. I mean, they're playing like they know it. They're playing like they question themselves. And, Mego, you're questioning the coaching. Arkan, you're teeing off on smart, which honestly wasn't completely on my radar last night, but that's who you blame most for the loss. For that game last night, sure. I don't think that smart's been, like, the biggest problem on the team lately, but I look at that game last night, and he was just killing it. And you know what else really bothered me about that is that smart's supposed to be the energy guy, right? Who was the energy guy last night? It was that Lance Stevens guy, who I've never even heard of before, who came off the bench in the fourth quarter. Lamar Lamar Thomas. uh, No, uh, I think it's... I think it's Lamar Stevens. Stevens? Lamar yeah. Stevens. Maybe that's Lamar right. Stevens, what I yeah. say? Lance Stevens? Yes. I was thinking of Lance Stevenson. But yeah, Lamar Stevens comes off the bench in the fourth quarter, grabs eight rebounds. He's everywhere. He's getting offensive rebounds. He hit Easy. a big three. Easy. Excuse me. I'm yeah. getting a little choked up talking about it. He hit, yeah, he hit a big three. And I'm sitting there going, man, they're getting they're getting beat by everybody. They're getting beat by Mitchell. They're getting beat by Mobley. This guy's coming off the bench, killing them. Like there was no energy. And I feel like Smart's kind of the guy who's always set the tone with that. And he wasn't doing that. Nope. He hasn't been doing it. Second night of a back-to-back. But again, when you're up double digits, I don't want to hear about how tired you were. You were you were well enough and rested enough to build up a double-digit lead on Cleveland. And then you blow that lead. I, you're, not, you're not getting let off and getting let off the hook because it's the second night of a back-to-back. It's the NBA. There's plenty of back-to-backs. And I just hate, by the way, that Tatum didn't play last night. We, we alluded to this a few different times yesterday. I blame Tatum quite a bit for the loss last night. Jalen Brown played. Marcus Smart played. Like, there are guys who played on both ends of that back-to-back. Why not Tatum? And if the answer is they got to manage his minutes, fine. I disagree with you guys on that, but fine. I at least get it. you got to manage his minutes. Do you have to manage his minutes against Milwaukee before the All-Star break and Cleveland coming out of the All-Star break? Like, these are good teams in the Eastern Conference. These are teams you're trying to measure yourself up against. These are teams that can play with you. 
Milwaukee might beat you in the season series. Cleveland just did. Why isn't Tatum playing in those games? If he wants to take a random game off against, you know, some bottom of the conference team, fine. I get that. I understand that. Why are you taking games off against Milwaukee and Cleveland? That's bothersome, and I do put a lot of the loss on him last night. I don't know. I think it's the nature of the back-to-backs. And knowing that Al's not going to be there, Rob's not going to be in there, so it's like, okay, you know what? If we're down those two anyway, we're a bit away from a puncher's chance at this, so why are we going to play the star? I mean, it is a little bit babying him, and but I can't really disagree with that because I'm sitting here saying and writing, he's playing too many minutes, I know, but and you I'm concerned for May and June, should they be playing in June. But do you want him sitting against the good teams, or just resting more in general and having his minutes peeled Look, back in general? where you are right now he is very dangerous, and I know that that sounds hyperbolic, but you can start slipping down these seats. I don't think and it's hyperbolic. I don't think that you want to play one of these teams in the first round. I, I don't you think don't it's hyperbolic. You don't want to play the Cavs or the Knicks in the first round, and if you start slipping like this, and the spiral continues... It's not just, oh, we don't have our mojo, we don't have our groove, got to get our groove back, like this kind of intangible thing that makes you worried. It actually has implications for who you're going to see in the first round. And I think that that's really important. Uh, or second round, you know, just making your path more difficult. I, I agree with that. And I don't think it's hyperbolic to freak out about this team. I think it's reality. I think they're freaking out about themselves. So I don't think that's hyperbolic at all. The one thing I'm looking at as far as the immediate future for this team is after they host Portland on Wednesday night, they are on the West Coast road trip for six straight games. And usually the way these things go for an NBA team, it can go one of two ways. This can either galvanize the group and they're spending all this time together or if things continue the way they're continuing, it can get so much worse by Good. the time they get back okay, to Boston. Okay, this is it. Schedule it. The get right road trip. This is yeah. the get How many right. times have we heard this? Oh, this is such a special well, trip. Great plane ride. We heard it with Kyrie, the magic carpet ride, Arkan. Do you think it's to refer not? To it. uh, we, uh, Kyrie, they came back from some West Coast trip at the end of yeah. the, the final year with Kyrie he in Boston. They grabbed the ox cord and yep. everything was good. They were, all, they were all talking about how great it was, and uh, it turns out it was just that, just talk. Uh, 617-779-7937. The more I think about it, this is starting to remind me of that Celtics team a little bit. How so? Too many people, you know, like good players, which normally would be a good problem to have, but it's like no one really appreciates their role, agrees with their role, understands their role. Too many people out for themselves. And I don't think there's as many on this team as there were then, but Jalen's got a contract he's driving for. Grant has a contract that's that's up at the end of the season that he's driving for. Guys with their own personal situation going on. Guys who want to play. Not everybody can play. Not enough minutes to go around. Pritchard bitching about it. Grant getting benched. Like, all these things. And Derek White's not playing in crunch time minutes. Marcus Smart is... All these issues, it is reminiscent of that Celtics team. And what you just said, oh, it's hyperbolic to start freaking out about them. That's the commentary we got that year. Oh, you're crazy. Look at their talent. Look at what they're capable of. And it's like, no, that that team is flawed. That team has issues. And so does this one. Uh, 617-779-7937. Meanwhile, you have your coach on top of things. Just, I think, feeling the heat. I, I don't know why Joe Mazzula is feeling the heat. Like, dude, you got the interim tag removed. You're now safe. But this started before the... Well, maybe that's too strong. You're not safe if you flame out in the first or second round, but at least you're no longer the interim coach. But he started lashing out before the game yesterday. You said this, Mego, in the afternoon. Can I hear Missoula before the game? He'd been questioned earlier about not playing Derek White in crunch time minutes, and that's one of the mistakes that he fessed up to. He said, yeah, 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 that's a mistake I'm probably making. I got to get him out there more in crunch time. So he's asked to follow up and elaborate on his mistakes, and here's what he said. You know, what's it like to... Uh be a first-year coach and allow yourself 
to make the mistakes that you're going to make, but also deal with the pressure of trying to return to the finals and also learn on the fly. I mean, and give yourself a break when you look back and like you just said, maybe I should have played Derek mm -hmm. a little bit more. What's that like to deal with those factors yeah. and continuing to coach this first year? Uh, number one, whether I coach for one year or 20 years, I'm still going to make mistakes at year 20. So it's not really whether I'm a first time head coach or not. It's just people who have been coaching a long time, get pa they get a pass for the mistakes that they make and young guys don't. So um, I have to be a continuous learner regardless of how long um, I coach in this game. And um, like I said before, no one will put more pressure and expectations than I put on myself and then our team and the guys put on themselves. And so at the end of the day, coach for the Celtics, number one goal is to win. And if you don't do it, then that's my fault. And that's how you have to approach every day. Oh, so we're just we're just jumping all over him because he's a rookie coach and veteran coaches don't get criticized like rookie coaches and wow. I mean that that's what he's saying before the game, right? I hate that yeah, answer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I hate that answer. That answer is so bad. You know why? Because first of all, in Boston, it doesn't matter how long you've been coaching, okay? It's what yeah, have you right. done for me lately? Yeah. How about ask that guy? It's what have you done for me lately? And second of all, you can't compare a rookie coach and a 20-year coach, okay? Because a 20-year veteran coach is probably a 20-year veteran coach because he's won. Yeah. Nobody coaches for 20 years just because everybody likes him a lot or he's really good at press conferences. Like, so don't sit here and go, well, 20-year coaches, you know, they're basically the same as a rookie coach because they make mistakes too. Of course, everybody makes mistakes. Nobody expects these coaches to be completely superhuman and make the right call all the time. But that's such a bad answer. It's so thin-skinned. It's just, oh, well, wait a minute. Well, you It's don't just not logical. You don't criticize the 10-year coach or the 15-year coach or the 20-year coach. You don't criticize him. I, they all make the same mistakes I do, but I'm a rookie coach, so you criticize me. Yeah, Joe, we don't know that you can do it. We actually don't know Those that you are, can do you're it. You're talking about a proven, and he, I'm not saying like everybody who's coached for a long time is the best coach, but if you've done something for 20 years yeah. and you're still doing it, you're probably pretty good. Joe, you you haven't proven you can do it, and I'm not sure you can do it. I'm not sure you can do it. You have to prove that you can do it. So that was him lashing out before the game. How about after the game? This is Missoula 2, Ryan, if you could. Uh, going back and forth with, I thought it was Jay King. I, I meant to double check this, but he was going back and forth with a reporter uh, after the game. Drew, how do you kind oh, of I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. It was Washburn. It was Washburn. Okay. Who he goes back and forth. Let's hear this. Drew, how do you kind of bounce back from this to overtime losses in excruciating fashion? You like that word, don't you? You used it yesterday. I don't think it's that excruciating. No. You know, so this is, I mean. It's part of it. Part of it? Yeah. It's part of the journey. You're yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. We did a lot of good things for a long time after coming off a double overtime game, second night of a back-to-back, -back, playing three and a half quarters really well, and then just not executing down the stretch. You have to go through those things. And so, to me, in order to experience success, you have to have failures. And so, um, I don't like losing. I hate losing, but I understand it. And I know that you need to do it in order to get to where you want to get to. But I've noticed you use that word twice, two days. It's a good adjective. <laughs> It's a good adjective, he says. I notice you use that word. No, that's not how I feel about it at all. You're wrong. And so he's lashing out and going back and forth with, uh, again, that was Gary Washburn. He went back and forth with Jay King. Who, by the way. About not calling a timeout or, or, excuse me, using his challenge at the end of the game. Go ahead. Yeah, Gary Washburn, as we've had him on our station in this time slot many times, especially uh, during the playoff run last year, not a hot take artist. No. He's not saying this these excruciating losses to be 
like, hey, I'm holding your feet to the fire. He's never been that guy. He's like really straight down the middle. And so for him to jump on that, yeah, these losses are excruciating. Of course they are. Yeah, we do. We like the. They are excruciating losses. You blew a 28 point lead, a 14 point lead, a 15 point lead. I think it's accurate. We all know there's something wrong. You want to pretend like there's nothing wrong. Joe Missoula. I like yeah. Perk after the game. Mego, you heard this too when it happened. And we both, like a light bulb went off for both of us. We're like, Let, let's grab this for the show. Here's- yeah, it made me second guess myself. Oh. When you were like, I was just typing that. I was like, <laughs> uh, damn it. <laughs> I got to put myself to You're bed. Like, I'm starting to think like him. Oh, no. Here's what Perk had to say about Joe Missoula and that back and forth with Washburn. What did you think of what you heard from Joe Missoula? <laughs> He's more frustrated with the media than he is with his players. <laughs> I'll be keeping that same energy in the locker room. I mean, damn, they all the media doing is asking questions what the people want to know. We just want to know. I mean, you ain't got to get attitude with the media. I hope you're keeping the same energy in the locker room. I mean, we just want to know why why the C's looking the way they look in the last three games. You know, the world want to know. Not just the media, the fans, everybody want to know. I love that from Perk. I love that because it's true. Like, I know that there's this there's this sensibility with a lot of beat reporters that's like, oh, they're just trying to get their voice on the mic in a press conference, and they're just trying to get, as Kyrie said, likes and clicks. But that's certainly not everybody, and it's definitely not Gary Washburn, which is why I think Perk jumped on that. <laughs> Gary's been a long-term Celtics reporter, and he, or a longtime Celtics reporter, and he's like, why are you jumping down he's, Gary Washburn's throat? Perk's so right. He's like... <laughs> and why are you focusing your energy on this, right. by the way? He's lashing out at the media and not, not at least publicly his team. I don't know what he's doing behind closed doors, but well, publicly... Uh, yes, you do. We just heard shoot-arounds have become predominantly optional since the All-Star break. So he's going easy on him. And yet, the three-point shots and the shooting differential is the most important part of his entire coaching plan how is he going to stand there and say three points taken the three-point attempt statistic the differential is the most important statistic in basketball and he's an analytics coach and yet it's optional for his guys to show up and shoot to me in order to experience success you have to have failures okay well it's all it's all part of the ride it's a good point though mega like guys we're not shooting well maybe we could try i don't know shooting before the game i know it's a novel concept but maybe we could try it how much of it's on Missoula, Arkan? I think a lot of it is at this point. Um, that that Jared Weiss thing is very alarming. The fact that since the All-Star break, again, the All-Star break in this team, Jesus. When they're playing uh, like absolute crap. Yeah, and now all of a sudden they don't, have to, they don't have to show up for those. It's no big deal. We're good. We'll coast. Everything's fine. We're the Celtics. You know, we were at, we were at All-Star weekend in Salt Lake City, and everyone was talking about how great the Celtics were, and we were going one-on-one and doing all this great stuff. And since then, and really before then, they've been playing like a 500 team. You know, they're 5-5 five and five over their last 10. They're 11-9 and nine over their last 20. And Joe Mazzulla is just convinced that everything's fine and there's nothing to worry about, and he's more concerned about Gary Washburn's adjectives. Like, that's annoying. That's Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know, that's the type of thing like that, that you, word, you? you sort of wonder, like, all right, is this is this guy, is he is he prepared for this? Like, is he, no. is he capable of doing this? No. I'm starting to wonder. Nope, 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 nope. That's how I would answer it. Uh, are you panicking or are you more like Joe Mazzulla? Ah, it's not excruciating. Nah, this is nothing. We're just, we're just, it's just an experience. To we're all me, just in order to experience success, you have to have failures. We're all just taking the ride. You gotta you, to, to 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 experience the success. You have to go through the failure. What right? a dope. That's that's <laughs> that's what it is. That's all it is. It's all part of the plan. It's all gonna work out. You feeling like Joe Mazzula? Are you starting to panic? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Uh, just so you know, 
People around the country, national talking heads, it's a national conversation. The panic is setting in with this Celtics team. We'll get to it next. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything. Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we should be fighting to win. And that's, that's what it should be. Um, whether you're in the rhythm or not in the rhythm, what matters is winning games. And at this point in the season, I think that we are fighting to get in our own rhythms a little bit too much. And that's from the top to the bottom. Like, you know, we should be fighting to win. You know, we've had possessions that have been pivotal and, you know, we haven't executed rebounds, loose balls, you know, turnovers, you know, free throws, all of that stuff, me included, you know, as we move forward. If we don't want to do what we want to do, this is the time where you improve. This is the time where you respond. Um, so I don't, I look at it, you know, as a glass half full rather than half empty. You know, it's a part of the journey. Um, you just got to respond. More part of the journey conversation from the Celtics. Joe Missoula, we played that for you earlier this hour. That's Jalen Brown after the game last night. Celtics lose again in overtime. Again. Blow a double-digit lead. Again. And they've now lost the season series to Cleveland. Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. We're taking you up until 6 o'clock with all your phone calls. 617-779-7937. The Celtics are now a national conversation it's not just here in boston where we're piling on them day after day which we have been doing now really since the all-star break but nationally what they're catching flack and they deserve it uh, and by the way before we get into that i want to let you know that you're going to have your chance to score a pair of bose quiet comfort 45 headphones i'm wearing them right now i was just going to say mego you they're you have awesome. them right yeah i'm not a big headphones person a lot of the time um like i wear them in the winter when i'm running outside but these are so comfortable this is not an ad like, sometimes, you know, you wear big headphones, sometimes they squeeze your ears a little bit. Sure. But these are really, really good. Okay. So you're you're wearing them. It's a, uh, it's a test. I, we- I wear them for it's- four hours a day, and I don't feel like, oh, my head is getting squished or anything. It's not an ad, but it's a testimonial. They won't squish your head. They won't hurt your ears. And they won't hurt and your ears. And they're noise canceling. Uh, so again, stay tuned. So during the break, I can put them on while you talk. <laughs> stay tuned. Less than 15 minutes from now, we'll be giving away a pair of Bose Quiet Comfort. 
45 headphones. Not like those crappy headphones that squish yeah. your head. Not like those head squishing headphones that Have everybody never, else is you wearing. You've no, never I, worn honestly, those headphones honestly, like I, on a flight where I know exactly what you're talking about. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, my ears are sore. I know exactly what you're talking from about. From these puppies pushing up against them. Pretty much any time I'm on remote, those headphones. I know, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, so we'll get to your phone calls here in a moment. I do want to hear this national conversation. We can start with Skip Bayless. This one's quick. And he just he goes on this giant tangent about Jalen Brown, so I'm not going to make you listen to the whole thing. But li- Skip Bayless, li- this is how they started the show, is what you guys told me, or this is how they or did they start first take with the Celtics. Yeah, first take. I'm sorry. So, but Skip Bayless also got into this with Shannon Sharp. Here's what he had to say about the Celtics. Something is amiss with Boston, not with Milwaukee, but with Boston. Okay. A week ago, they almost blew a 25 point lead to these same Cavaliers. Right. Then they turned around two nights later, and as you pointed out, at home to Brooklyn without Kevin Durant and Kyrie and James Harden and on and on. They blew a 28-point lead and lost by 10 at home. Then they lost a, what was it, a 15-point lead to the Knicks, lost in overtime, double overtime. And then last Uh night, 14-point lead in the third quarter, albeit without Jason Tatum, without Mm. Al Horford, without Robert Williams. I Mm. give you that. But you still had them, Mm. 14 down, Mm. mid-third quarter, and you did have Jalen Brown. Mm. And Mm. and I love Jalen Brown. I keep telling you, I fear him Mm. more when I'm sort of betting against Boston than I do even Jason Tatum. Mm. And Jalen put up nice numbers last night. He scored 32. Mm Mm-hmm. But he was one of seven from three. He had 13 rebounds. He had okay, nine assists. Okay, enough. I, don't need, I, I just wanted to hear the quick thing about, about Skip there, where he's just saying, yeah, 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 yeah. There's something amiss with the Celtics. There is something amiss with them. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with them. Uh-huh. There is a lot of agreeing. A lot of, a lot of, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Skip's backing himself up. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was some of Skip mixed in there as well. <laughs> So uh, so that's Skip. Let me hear Let me hear Perk. And I know Perk is on the, the broadcast last night. We played you some of the audio about Joe Missoula last night. So Perk is an ex-Celtic. He's local, mm. but he's also part of the national conversation. Mm. Mm. Here's what Perk had to say. You concerned about the Celtics? Hell yeah, I'm concerned. I'm nervous as hell right now about the Celtics. Not only have they blown three games in a row where they were up double figures, it's the perimeter defense, it's the discipline on the offensive end. It's the lack of respect that they have for Coach Joe Mazzula. When you respect your coach, you don't take horrible shots. That's what I watched the Celtics take last night. I watched Jalen Brown take one in transition at the top of the key. I watched Marcus Smart take one after the offensive rebound when he should have dribbled it out and ran something good. Mm-hmm. Defensively, the Celtics gave up 38 points to Bridges. Emmanuel quickly dropped 38 on them. And then last night, Donovan Mitchell just handed his way. And then let's talk about the health of Robert Williams. Mm. Jason Tatum has been on record himself saying that Robert Williams is the most important piece for us them winning the championship. Mm. Last season, the Celtics was the hottest team in the league at this point of the season. Mm. They knew that they had to be hitting their stride and they was in must-win situations <laughs> and they were peaking. So what happened when they got to the postseason? First round, swept the Brooklyn Nets because they knew what they were doing. They had an identity. Mm-hmm. They don't have that right now. If they don't reach the NBA Finals, this season is a bust. Okay. Mm. So, mm. so uh, with all of the uh, mm mixed in there, I agree. And just understand, the Celtics now at the national level, people are saying, I'm concerned. It's a bust if they don't get it done. 
how do you think the players handle that? They have not handled national criticism very well in the past. They haven't handled local criticism very well in the past. We've we've heard of players not happy with the commentary of Kendrick Perkins. So, I don't know. The fact that it's gotten to be this big of a story where it's not just in Boston anymore, it's not just a game here or a game there, there's a pattern and it's being talked about at the national level, puts more pressure on the Celtics and they're not handling that pressure well now. I think it's certainly true, but it doesn't put more pressure on them than just dropping three games in a row. I feel like if they flew under the radar and it wasn't being talked about, I I think it would. Well, it wouldn't fly under the radar because of their performance earlier in the season. Like they're they've been at the top of the league the entire season up until the all-star break. So now it's the big story because three in a row to conference to other teams in the conference is a big deal. So I, I feel like the confidence would be low anyway without the national media piling on and making it the big NBA story right now, but it certainly doesn't help. It's not just that it was three losses. It was three theatrical, oh my God, I can't believe they blew it kind of losses. That's you know, the only way like, this team loses. Don't you dare call them excruciating. Right again. in the right now. I'll, I'll think of some other ways to describe it, but I mean, that's really what's gotten my attention more than a three-game losing streak. They had a three-game losing streak earlier in the year, and two of the losses were to Orlando, and I wasn't that concerned about it but back that's then. that's also earlier in the year. Exactly. Exactly, like, but like we've got playoffs on the horizon. That's true, but at the time they were playing better. At the time, you sort of just were like, okay, you can lose three in a row. This team will bounce back. And They'll they were, be fine. And they had a cushion. They were still in first. Exactly. Now they're backsliding in the East. Yeah. So that's a different. It's and, a different time. And the now. other the other point is that I want to make here. It, it, what else is happening in the East with Milwaukee looking like a freaking wagon? The Knicks on the upswing, the Cavs on the upswing, and you are falling. You're going the wrong way. Last year you were peaking at the right time. This year not so much. Josh is in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, thanks for taking the call. There's two areas that blatantly show how Joe Missoula is way over his head and is unqualified to coach this team. The first is he has no idea what to do with this roster when on any given night there's three potential starters who are not playing. And he's sticking to a game plan that constantly has a whole different slew of players that now have to fill in. I'm sorry. Uh, the fact that Blake Griffin even sees court time is laughable. Yeah, so I don't blame him so much for like his rotations last night. Like He's shorthanded. I do think that if they're not making their threes, what is Missoula bringing to the table? Like It's easy to coach this team when they're making threes. How much of it's on Missoula? How concerned are you about him? And revisiting the interim tag. We talked about this yesterday. They removed it. They have a losing record since they removed it. They're 3-4 and four since that happened. Is that a coincidence? 617-779-7937. Uh, we will get to that. We'll get to Tom Brady, a potential return. We talked about this late in the show. We have some follow-up thoughts on that. And we'll also be giving away our pair of Bose QuietComfort 45 headphones. All that next. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.